You're listening to Talk Dive Radio. I'm Kelly. And I'm Thomas III. We're them damn Indians. Continuing the segment, Sea Pain in My Arse. Uh, we wanted to continue this conversation about corporations posing as indigenous nations and why they're so damn mad at us for talking about this. Yeah, they don't like us right now. And I don't give a shit. <laughs> because guess what? I'm a citizen of a federally recognized tribe. And I'm an Indian. And I grew up an Indian. And that's what I am. And that's what I will die being. And nobody <clears throat> can say a goddamn thing to me about it. Right. Exactly. Like, this is, I'm at the status where you wish you were. So don't be mad. And And here again, it's one thing if you have your language and you have your culture and you're fighting for that recognition. It's quite another thing to um, try to lecture some real Indians about being Indian. <laughs> like, I, I don't get that. And that's that's kind of what's got my dander up. I'm like, who is this? And, and it's a Canadian. Like, we're not even talking about our First Nations you know what I mean? Like that's a whole separate subject. I don't know how that works. I don't either. And 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 that that was going to be part of the point of this. That is the point part of it of this segment, is that you know what? However you get your First Nations recognition, we have no clue. We don't have any pull. Even though, even though Prime Minister Trudeau, them damn Indians would like to have a conversation with you, and we know that, you know. We know how you treat Indians up there, Trudeau, even though you have beautiful eyes and can talk binary numbers. We know you. <laughs> we see you. We see you. Um, but, you know, hey, you can get us in there. We'll get you in I there, I would too. like to visit. Yeah, I, I would like, like to visit. Yeah, hell yeah. Justin Trudeau, do some yoga for me. Like, shit, show us. <laughs> show us all that. <laughs> But, you know, we, we all we know about is the United States and our federal recognition here. However you have to do it in Canada, Godspeed. I mean, yeah. maybe we can talk to an attorney who practices Canadian indigenous law. <laughs> yeah. If y'all know somebody like that, have them contact us because uh, we don't know. But as far as tribes in the United States... Um, yeah, some of them have Canadian bands, and there you go. And they're part, and they're part of the federal recognition here in the United States. And so, again, talk to your prime minister about all that because we ain't got. And, and there is that. a, there is a recognized Lenape band in in Canada. There's two of them. Them so, too. I don't know. Apparently, this guy got left out somewhere along the way, I guess. I, I, you know, and, and here's the thing. When you're just making things up, just making things up, and people who have studied tribal history and and people who, who know things, even people who just have a basic understanding of Native history, they know that these things are not, they're not ending, Right. Like, you yeah. know, like we know we can spot it just how we can spot Indians in a crowd. We can spot posers in a crowd, too. Oh, yeah, we, we can. We can spot those. The, oh, the unfortunate thing is funding agencies and, um, you know, people who fund nonprofits can't see that. 
Yeah. They don't know. And so money that's supposed to be benefiting American Indians, <coughs> federally recognized uh, Indians and Indian organizations, that money's being taken away. And it's like I said, these people who don't have their federal recognition need to understand that. Just like they feel like something's being taken away from them, these are actual dollars being taken away from us. Think about all those um, those businesses, those CPAN corporations that got um, the PPP money. Right? Think of yep. how many Native businesses you know that didn't get it. I'm going to say that's... I mean, and I'm talking about small businesses. I'm not talking about tribes or anything like that. I'm talking about small businesses. Yeah. Because none I know got any. Nope. And so. And um, we're seeing a lot of people. I mean, there's a lot of people just getting prosecuted now for, you know, for getting that money um, illegally. So. I mean, I don't know how many cases we've seen so far of people having to turn in their Ferraris and shit and, like, getting getting arrested because they bought all kind of stupid shit with this money that that they never should have gotten in the first place. Well, and and this this issue is pervasive. And, again, we talk about it in different ways here. I had no idea it was so organized and we are going to talk, we're going to get one of our favorite damn Indians of all time on, on the zoom. And that's Carrie Holton because we've been missing him. And I want to talk to him about these issues because, um, you know, it's, I know he knows a lot about it. I know he's talked about it before on our shows and I'm, I, I want to, hear what he thinks about these things coming to light and and how what he thinks that our native businesses need to do to have that visibility and recognition because I feel like we're getting pushed out right um one thing that them damn Indians will not do we don't do it is we don't support pretendian businesses yeah and when you have a dream catcher or uh somebody with a head uh, a war bonnet on it doesn't even necessarily have to be an indian man sometimes they put some weird white looking woman with a with some kind of headdress on you know looking like <laughs> looking like governor fallon's some, daughter some biker chick or some shit uh, right like um, <laughs> that wasn't a thing on the planes, but you know, <laughs> as soon as we see that, we don't even, we don't even go in there Yeah. because I'm going to want to ask you questions like, why do you have, why is that peace pipe there? What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean to you? Because is it uh, because in that because in that one of the the fun things I guess they would say about being Indians is hey let's smoke some peyote man yeah right it's always some dumb shit like that like you know because because I mean that's the quickest way for people to understand that you're not native is when you say something about smoking peyote <laughs> because that's not the way you take it at all but you know and the peace pipe is not used for weed. You know, tobacco was a, a ceremonial thing 
that Indians used and smoking together was a way to kind of pray together and, um, you know, kind of make good between each other. We're not going to fight anymore, you know, that kind of thing. And I mean, it's just like the rain dance and everything else. I mean, every time it rains, there's some redneck that wants to ask you if you did the rain dance today. Um, it's just, or if we, or if we're in a drought, like why can't you do the rain dance? Yeah, Get us yeah, I was wanting somebody rain. to do the rain dance. <laughs> it's yeah, like, fuck you. <laughs> why don't Why don't you stop raping our land and making it unmarketable? <laughs> yeah. Creating a goddamn second dust bowl here in Oklahoma. How about that, Mister Corporate Farmer, Mister Corporate Farm Bill <laughs> Farmer? <laughs> Getting paid to not grow shit. I'll say, but and and having in cahoots with the BIA. <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. Um, don't forget to get out and vote today. By the way, uh, you got until yeah. seven p.m. to vote, so get out there and vote for sure. But but again, let's get back to our conversation about the peace pipes and the dream catchers and and all of that nonsense. I mean, well, I guess there are Indians who do like that stuff. I mean, okay, you're, uh, gonna, yeah. you're gonna have you're gonna have to help me out here because. Well, my my main thing, like you know, that we're potheads. and you know, I'm a, I'm a big pothead. I'm always going to dispensaries and checking shit out. But we're, you know, natives are quickly becoming um, the most, probably the second most uh, culturally appropriated peoples in the weed industry, right behind uh, Jamaicans, Rastas. But, I mean, you see these, there was a there was a place here in Anadarko called Peace Pipe Bros that was owned by a white woman. Uh, there's, you know... There's a place in, in Lawton called Big Chief Collective with the Big Chief headdress and everything on there. White owned. Um, you know, every time we see one of these things where there's some kind of medicine man or something, you know what I mean? Like, you know that most likely it's not native owned because you don't use that kind of wording for that like that's that's disrespectful you know a real medicine man you know it's uh i don't know it's it's crazy to me and and i, I won't spend money in any of those businesses that's for sure um i'll i'll go across town to find i mean i'd rather go to a white owned business that that is not trying to culturally appropriate anything you know what I mean? Like, I would rather do that than somebody who's trying to front like they're native and, you know, hires natives to work in there, but they don't, the owners aren't native. They don't have any piece of, you know, the natives aren't benefiting from it other than having a job. So, yeah. Well, and, <clears throat> and it, it conflates us, doesn't it? Like, we know, we know american indian growers and producers and dispensary owners and you know we know the tried and true i'll say i'll say it card carrying indians yeah who who have these businesses 
and but may not have the capital that these these other white owned businesses have because you know as well as I do look at any of our Indian grower producer friends okay any of them and and we love them all we love you we know you know but you're brown even even the lightest complected one <laughs> wouldn't be able to go into a bank versus some uh well versed uh you know, white business owner who worked in his daddy's store and, you know, kind of thing, like knows the ins and outs of commerce, knows the ins and outs of business and, and you know, all kinds of things that we just weren't taught. Yeah. You know, plus your brown skin's working against you. But, but that, but that other person can go and, okay, well, I'm going to name it Big Chief Collective or Medicine Man Circle Jerk or what the fuck ever they want to name it, right? (laughs) Yeah. And here in Indian country, because people from across the world think we're such a novelty, um, that starts to become what people see. Yeah, we're a caricature. And so it's just, we just don't support those businesses. And, and as we talked about with strong, with Daniel Strongwalker Thomas this last week, the, the way that it starts, the way that we as individuals start to take a stand, it's no different than voting with your dollars. It is voting with your dollars. It's saying, I'm not going to deal with these businesses and I don't want my tribes to deal with these businesses. Yeah. And so, um, but we're going to take a stand against that too. And we're, we're just, we're just not going to, going to support those businesses and support um, anybody taking anything more away from Indians. <laughs> you all taking enough from us. Yeah, taken enough. Haven't you taken enough? I'm sure Uh, they would think no, because they're continuing (laughs) to try to take from us on on this level, on this corporate level, and and we are farther behind because I mean they had hundreds of years. Cherokees, these these civilized tribes had hundreds of years of commerce with white folks before before the plains even knew what was going on. Yep. And so uh, there's just there's a lot that we need to catch up with. <coughs> but the first thing that we need to do as natives, as federally recognized tribes and as federally recognized tribal citizens, we have to start on an individual basis, on an individual tribal basis and and take a stand against doing businesses with these organizations. And I want to reiterate, you know, I hear pitches a lot from from different organizations and from different things on different levels of the the just things that I do. And I've heard in the last year um, an organization come in front of one of my boards and pitch them grant services and pitch them all kinds of different things as an as a you know a native service native owned service 
And come to find out, it's not, they don't have anything that says they have to be Native American. And none of them are card carrying. None of them are <laughs> citizens of a federally recognized tribe. It just says they have to be descendants. And so, so again, how, how exactly are you, how are you, how are you a designated tribal entity? Which, which tribe, oh, oh, we're supposed to be that, you know, or they're supposed to be that, or, um, you know, how exactly is this supposed to work? <laughs> oh, 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 wait, we put the, the tribe's name on it. <laughs> and, you know, and, and then you can apply for this money, which, of course, I'm a grant writer. I get it. I know letters of support. <laughs> I know what all this means. <laughs> And but but there's a lot of there's a lot of places and businesses that don't know that can't differentiate that that don't know to ask those questions. And 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 I'm talking about white businesses. I'm talking about businesses who want to be allies. in native and 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 communities of color. Right. Wanting yeah. to be allies. Like, determine, like, hey, we want to help natives. We want to help uh, communities of color, like, gung-ho for it. But they don't know the questions to ask. And they don't know which of these organizations are um, funded or supported by the tribe or not. Because if they're making up tribes, if tribes are being made up, and this this organization just knows enough to be dangerous. Like, oh, this must be a band. This is the Chickasaw Band of the Apaches. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we have from their chief, uh, you know, chief circle jerk that, you know, they're a band. And they and, and, and seriously, though, I know it's comical to us, but these things are happening. And taking yeah. away from tribes and tribal citizens. It's crazy to me that people fall for that bullshit. That's called not performing your due diligence. But um, but yeah, so that's that's where we stand on it. Um, that's what social media is for. If y'all want to engage on our pages, please feel free to do so. However, one thing we will take down, and I will amend this, one thing we will take down is hate speech. We don't yeah. allow hate speech. And it, uh, we welcome a spirited debate. We have one almost every week here with the Crow's Nest, and um, it's, uh, it's a doozy. So some, and, but, you know, we, we, want, we want those opinions and opposing opinions, but we won't take your hate speech. But yeah, yeah, if you want to make a fool out of yourself on our social media pages, have at it. But don't be surprised when the when all the damn Indians come out of the woodwork and put their two cents in. Also, so yeah. And also, we don't have a damn thing to do with Zuckerberg's algorithms. That's another thing too. So, <laughs> so if they tag your shit for being hate speech uh, before we see it. You know, that's them's just the breaks, playa. Thanks so much for tuning in. We're indigenous. We're independent. We're them damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio. Indians, I say. <laughs> <laughs>